and we are up and at him. Everyone, hello, hello, hello. Uh, I don't want to sound like a broken record. It's funny I said that because I just said hello three times. But when I say broken record, I mean, you know the drill. It's the coffee and the tea and the water. We got to go. But I want to affirm some actions. Everyone, I hope the coffee is in the cup. If not, it's brewing. Maybe the tea steeping five, seven, nine minutes. Water. Are we trying to boost the metabolism of the lemon cayenne pepper? It, it, it really doesn't matter. You do you. But I will say this. Look, if you're hearing my voice on a Monday morning, chances are, and well, everyone, this is the Monday Morning Commute Podcast. My name is John. Here's my thing. So this is actually the 25th installment. And I think it's so interesting how we place value on certain numbers. And I get it. I like I get the whole hundred and like you know two hundred up to up to a thousand, and more than that. Excuse me, but I, I get that it's kind of like the the coming. It's coming around, right? We're coming around town and so on and so forth. Twenty five gets love though. And originally, I, originally it's funny when I was thinking like, how do I want to introduce this podcast? Can be like everyone. It's the silver dollar episode. But then I no, it's not that. No, that's fifty. The twenty five is a quarter. And I get, you know, it's halfway to 50, which is halfway to 100. So I guess I can see it. And, and honestly, like 25 age-wise, when you turn 25, it used to have meaning because I believe that's when you could start renting cars. But I think they lowered that age, so. But there, but there is some sort of significance in terms of 25, at least recently. Literally yesterday, I was at a bar and grill with my friend Nick. And it is a, a classic bar and grill where I'm from. And they have this one gumball machine. But it's not your typical gumball machine, everyone. It, it is a gumball machine. Uh, it doesn't have the classic flavors, uh, but there was a period of time when I would go there, they would have these gumballs with like sour pellets on the inside. And, you know, I'm, pellet maybe isn't the best way to put for something that's like marketed towards kids, but they had like these sour, almost like nerd candy bits on the inside. And flavor wise, it wasn't like your classic two minute gumball where it's just, it's bland after a few chews. This probably... This is a long distance gumball. I'm talking five, maybe even seven minute flavor. And so naturally, you know, we went back there and uh, we kind of were rounding, you know, our, our stay was coming to a close. I checked my wallet, no quarters there. Uh, Nick didn't have any quarters on him. I run outside, go to the car, no quarters there. I, I really wanted a gumball. And I, um, I, it was awkward. I, we, you know, we paid, we got the bill and I asked the, the waitress, can I give you my card and, can you give me quarters? But I don't know what I was going for, really. It didn't make any sense. I, I like, can you, can you swipe it and give me, I don't, I don't know what I was doing. It, and she, she was very puzzled. I don't blame her. And she's like, I'll just give you a quarter. And it felt weird at that point. I realized how, how like in deep I was. I, I dug myself an extremely elaborate hole, not something you just crawl out of. And I kind of, you know, uh, minced words got chopped up, blended and poured into a smoothie. Next thing you know, she's reaching into her, uh, kind of like the um, like the fanny pack for for servers, if you know what I'm talking about. She pulls out a quarter and gave me a quarter, and I felt really embarrassed because, you know, there I am, 23 years old. I, I just took down a Coors Light, and instead of you know back in the day, you would ask your parents for quarters to play games. I just asked the waitress for a quarter. It, it felt like a, a, a very low point, and. What am I supposed to do at that point? Do I give it back to her? I already made a bit of a scene. 
So I, I got a gumball. I, I, I got a gumball. I utilized that quarter. I went up to the machine. I put it in. I cranked it. It wasn't fun where the gumball rolls, kind of spins down the entire machine until it gets to the very bottom. It kind of exited actually towards the top. And in the moment, I was a little bummed. But honestly, I'm like 5'9". Back you know when I was getting gumballs, I was 5'3". It's just an easier access at this point. It's almost as if the gumball machine was made for adults. I didn't have to bend all the way down. I never get on my knees. My knees weren't cracking or crumbling as I got down there, opened the, the little tab, and out came a, an orange gumball I got. But So that's my connection with 25. But no, everyone, this is actually a very special episode of the Monday Morning Commute, partially because, I mean, for the, for the Here's My Thing podcast, through its reign, it, we've sort of touched some major holidays. Like I did a 4th of July episode, and I, de- I definitely did like a Halloween-themed episode, but... As far as I'm concerned, for me personally, the two best holidays are Thanksgiving and Christmas. Everyone, it is a match race. I'm talking Seabiscuit versus War Admiral. Uh, and there is a holiday that I'll call Seabiscuit right now at this point in my life. Everyone, Seabiscuit won that match race. And Seabiscuit is Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. Uh, and uh, well, I'm elated. It's Thanksgiving week. Everyone, it is game week. We got to prep up mentally. It's not game day just yet, but it is Monday. And we got a few days to prepare for. Uh, it would not, I don't think war is an appropriate way to put it. I don't even know if battle is, but if there's any time to tuck in the shirt, maybe even just loosen the belt, pull up the pants, it doesn't matter. It's time to get ready because at Thanksgiving, there is no excuse for underperforming at the dinner table. I don't care who you are. Uh, I don't care what the excuse is. Well, I mean, I'm sure there are some decent excuses, but I will say this. For me, it's strictly strategy. And when I say strategy, what I really mean is how are we going to put away the most food uh, at dinner, right? Because apparently kickoff 3 p.m., sometimes 4. I've definitely seen some people do it at 2 p.m., but how are we going to put it away? And how are we measuring it too? I want to address that because I think a lot of people go like, how many plates did you eat? And I, I think I'm saying something that's pretty obvious. I just, I, I definitely want to get it out there. A plate should not be judged based off, you know, how, how full it looks. Because a plate full of salad is not equivalent to a plate full of mashed potatoes. But at the same time, I don't want a plate that only has two colors on it. I like seven colors. Let's get everything we can on there, right? And once you clear a full plate, when you go back and you just get, you know, one slice of turkey and a spoonful of mashed potatoes instead of a gallop in like a couple things of, I mean, it's just, that's not a plate. A plate is fully loaded. It's the bust down rolly. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're not holding back uh, by no means. Okay. I want to establish that. It, it really, you're eating to as much as you really can. You, you, I'm not saying let's not vomit on the table, but you should know when to tap out. We're all experienced for the most part. I think everyone who is listening to this podcast has at least 11 Thanksgivings under their belt. I think we should know our limits. We should know when, you know, you let them know I can't go anymore. Um, and we should be disciplined and, you know, maybe not go that large of a plate for the second time. But I think if you fully commit for your second round at the serving, you, you got to finish it. You got to clean it. it. We're going Korean barbecue, everyone. If, and if you don't clear off, you know, all of the meat, if you got half a plate of raw meat, you got to pay for that. And, you know, we're with the family. So I'm not saying we're being, you know, compensating everyone in, in, in like monetarily speaking, maybe 50 pushups, maybe a mile after run off those calories. I'm just throwing ideas out there and keep in mind, I'm saying this and I have to live up to these expectations. 
But it's so interesting because you eat Thanksgiving dinner so early, 4 p.m., and usually it's very simple. The script, everyone knows it. Uh, You're going to eat as much as you can. Uh, Then you usually get really tired, force down pumpkin pie somehow, and you pass out really early. However, you know, some of us, we enjoy conversation. It's stimulating. The mind is racing. And 9.30 comes along. And then all of a sudden, we're opening up the fridge and, and we're undoing all those Ziploc bags. We are reaching into the dishwasher, pulling out one plate, then acting like we didn't know it was already clean so we don't have to do the dishes. And we take out one plate. Everyone is sleeping. You're acting like a mouse at this point. You get the stuffing, get some biscuits, a little cranberry sauce, some turkey. Maybe peel off a little extra skin, mashed potatoes, get the gravy cooking. You either do one of two things. You either have a plate or you assemble a sandwich. But everyone, it's dinner number two. So I want to propose, this is just a theory. You got to come to play at Thanksgiving dinner. You got to put away a plate. Um, But I don't think we should measure our performance off one meal. Thanksgiving is a day. It's not a meal. You have a meal at Thanksgiving, but you also have one six hours later. I think your total output should be weighed based off those two meals. I will put a little heavier on the first meal. Come to play with everyone. But if you're sneaking downstairs and ripping a sandwich at 930, that should count towards your total tally. Your total tally, I'll call it at midnight is where I'm going to eventually say, all right, we're done. That's it. No more eating. You got to end it here. You got to put a limit somehow. You know, this isn't, it's not July 4th, you know, Coney Island. This isn't a 10 minute limit. This isn't a one meal limit. You got to come to play. So what I'm going to do, I'm talking strategy. Here's my objective. It's very simple. Thanksgiving, I'm getting up uh, pretty early with my mom. We will then hop in the Honda Accord uh, and meet some family friends at Balboa Park. We will then do the 5K. Um, you know, as we're going in line after the 5k, having a banana, having a water, we immediately beeline to the beer garden. We enjoy ourselves. We just did a 5k at seven in the morning. I think we deserve a little bit of time to relax from there, get back in the car, go home. We shower. Now here's where things get interesting because the, it's, it's, it's just an interesting little complex. Cause you know, you hop out of the shower, your cheeks are a little rosy red. You throw in some clothes, you check the watch. It's nine, maybe nine 30. And you know, you know, it's been established dinner is going to be at 3.30. Let's just say that, for example. So I've got six hours, and I know my performance is absolutely key. I'm hungry, though. The tummy's churning with a little bit of beer. I want to mow it over. I don't know anyone who has, you know, a couple of Triscuits. When those appetizers come out, you don't have one Triscuit and hummus. You have seven. But then those seven Triscuits... All of a sudden, you know, the neighborhood comes in and I have carrots on my plate. For some reason, there's chips and salsa. I got that on there too. Hummus turns to baba ganoush. Next thing you know, I got a full platter. Uh, Next thing you know, my discipline's tested. Uh, I basically have a light breakfast when I really shouldn't. I followed up with a little bit of coffee. Now I'm watching the Lions play. This is not a spot I want to be in. That's not where I want to be, but I am. And now I got to come to play. Next thing you know, you crack a Stella Artois. Now here's the issue with that. Look, beer's great. Uh, but when I'm going to step up to the plate, when I'm your number four hitter, when I'm a slugger, I don't want to be weighing myself down. That, that beer's going to get me bloated. You know, all of a sudden I had all this real estate for turkey, mashed potatoes, gravy, stuffing, the works to go into. I'm just filling it up. 
but with nothing. It's just kind of a barren lot that someone basically says, we're going to put things here, but we're not going to build. And then the city gets annoyed. It's like, that's disgusting. We want it to look beautiful. What's, where's that condominium, you know, that, that, that massive condo complex that you promised us, but no one follows through. That's really what it is. So the Stella turns into one, but then everyone comes over and you're chatting, hanging out. Next thing you know, that Baba Ganoush transitions back into hummus. But now I have wheat thins on my plate for some reason. Apparently someone brought some top. It, 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 it gets a little crazier from there. You're checking your clock about 90 minutes till kickoff and you're not really that hungry. Okay. At that point, you, you reach down to your pants. You, you literally just ditch your belt. You unbutton a little bit, loosen up. Hey, you know, I don't know, unbutton the collared shirt I'll be wearing. Oh, I didn't actually didn't bring any A-shirts, so I can't even really unbutton my shirt. Be might be a little inappropriate. Okay, no matter. So from here, this is this is the spot I figure I'm gonna be in. I'm planning for the worst. So hypothetically, if I just drop the ball, I guess the next 90 minutes, um, I'm gonna hope digestive-wise, maybe I'll have a little Alka-Seltzer, maybe a little San Pelli. Hope those bubbles help break it down. It's dinner time. It's kickoff. Let's lace up the boots. Let's step on the pitch. The shin guards are in. Knock, knock. Referee clears us to go. I fill up my plate. I sit down. I give it a very respectable plate, like a plate where it's like, that's a lot of food. You got everything there. Let's enjoy ourselves. I'm eating the food, maybe a little red wine. And I clear the plate. There's no excuses for not clearing the plate. I don't have a dog. I can't slip it under the table. Uh, I, I don't think cats eat Thanksgiving food. When he, I don't even have a cat either. I don't know why I went there. That's what, that's what it's looking like. And I want something to be clear. I don't think I'm going to go past one plate at meal number one for Thanksgiving. And I want everyone to know this. Because I'm making my own rules and I'm setting a new standard. Everyone, uh, the amount of food we cleared is a two-meal process. Once I clear plate number one, I'm going to enjoy that pumpkin or pecan pie. And it's not going to be forced down. I'm going to enjoy it, a little whipped cream. I'm going to be smiling as I do it. If anyone else is nauseous from all the food, I'll be smiling, decaffeinated coffee. I'll walk in. Maybe the Cowboys are playing at this point. I've got a nice collared shirt on. It's, I don't know, corduroys too. That's what I, I'm, just, I'm, I'm literally, I'm just kind of thinking this is probably what's going to happen. You socialize, you socialize, you, you accidentally nap. You realize, okay, it's Thanksgiving. Can we maybe put on Christmas music? People start wandering off to bed. It's 9.30. And then you hear uh, a sound you didn't think you'd hear in a while. A little bubbly. Not like, a, not like seven up hitting the bottom of a, uh, a paper cup, but you get your stomach's grumbling. You look over your shoulder. You see the fridge. You know what's inside. You're well aware that attacking uh, these leftovers, it was kind of made clear, like, please do it. We need to get rid of them. You, you know that, but you're feeling cheeky, so you sneak over yourself, licking your fingers, you get the biscuit out, warm it up, a little butter on there. I've recently adopted mayo, mayo, little turkey, gravy, excuse me, stuffing, cranberry, gravy, biscuit on top, call it good, rip a sandwich, enjoy yourself, a little extra stuffing on the side. You're watching TBS, I don't know, Big Bang Theory or something. And that's it. Strictly from a performance standpoint, I think that's it. That's Thanksgiving. In terms of eating consumption, at least that's what I'm going to go for. Um, it, just quick little recap of that. The first plate will have to be generous if I do go by this. Um, a generous first plate and a massive sandwich, that's pretty good. 
you know, con- you know, considering I'm playing the front nine, basically appetizer heavy. So I guess it just really be like that sometimes. Everyone, uh, I'll, I'll say this. Look, I, I have been on Twitter. I've been on Instagram. I've spoken with friends. I've spoken with strangers. And it seems to be universal. A very, very hot topic has surfaced. Uh, before I dive in, I want it to be clear. I have never helped out at Thanksgiving. I have never made anything. I, well, I, it depends how you define help. I've never actually contributed to the meal. Um, but I think help at Thanksgiving can be defined in multiple ways. I've never cooked anything. I'm just going to say that. I haven't. And this, it, it, by no means am I taking a jab at anyone's cooking. I really am not. This is something that I've felt my entire life. Uh, I always felt it. But sometimes with tradition, you just don't have room to question it. Uh, but I've, I have uh, drawn strength in numbers. I have seen other people talk about it. And I think it's time I say it too. Everyone, turkey is not that good. And I know, I know I just said something that people might be, you know, if you, if you exit this podcast, shun me. I sort of understand it, but I don't really at all. Let me frame it like this. So the, the turkey, um, time tells the story of the turkey being the main event. Uh, the turkey being the main attraction, right? Everything else is just the curtain jerker for the golden, brown-skinned, white meat, dark meat, moist, juicy, all that stuff. It, apparently, it, that's the world we live in. I disagree. I don't think the turkey is really that good. I don't even... I'm going to be honest, hypothetically... I feel like, you know, it's always a disaster if the turkey, you know, doesn't come out well, if it gets dropped, or if the dogs eat it. Uh, I don't think that would be that big of a disaster. I'm going to be honest, that sounds like that would be, that would actually make things a little bit more convenient. Uh, I think, you know, power shifts and power struggles, we wouldn't see it. There'd be no debate over who cuts the turkey. Uh, I, I just don't think that we would be, I honestly don't even know if I would notice that there's no turkey. I'd probably just unknowingly double up on stuffing, a little more mashed potatoes, maybe some Brussels sprouts, just kind of plug up that, you know, the white space on my plate. It re- I don't think it would be that big of a deal. And, the, and this is strictly for eating. Like, I just, I just don't think it tastes that good. It, it, it brings value, though. I, I want to hone in on that. I think you do need it at Thanksgiving. I, I really do. And mainly because it is the main event. It is the main attraction. It is what's going to get you those pay-per-view buys. It's going to sell tickets. It's going to fill seats, really. It brings people together. It fills up the dinner table. There's something unbelievably appealing about a turkey just smack dab in the middle of the table. And it's it's a shame that it really is not that dynamic flavor-wise. It's a shame. Um, I don't write those rules. I don't I don't make up people's taste buds. This is, this is literally from my experience. It's a bit of a shame, but... It brings people together, and that's really what Thanksgiving's all about. So we can focus on that too. It, it provides a great debate. How, how, what's the best way to cook a turkey? And does the flavor actually change uh, from the deep fry, the oven bake, or the grill? I heard that's popular. And I'm real quick, the, the whole microwave turkey challenge, I don't see what's so funny about it. I don't get it. If you, you, why and why do you have to text your parents? Ask so everyone. For those who don't know, there's this there's this challenge where you text your parents, "How do I microwave a turkey?" And this is this is from what I know. And then they just act how everyone would act if you asked how to microwave it. You don't microwave a turkey. 
I'm a much bigger fan of the In My Feelings Challenge than this turkey challenge. I don't get it. Makes no sense. But no, but it, it provides a good debate. Um, what, what is the best way to cook it? And does it actually taste different? I will say this though, hypothetically, if we could have a turkey, strip it of its skin, form some sort of paper mache mold, but instead of paper mache, we just take deep fried turkey skin and, and lay it over. So it looks like there's a turkey, but we really just pluck skin off and we eat that instead of the turkey. I get that'd be amazing. That's, that's a nice way to kind of substitute the turkey, but still kind of looks good, but it actually tastes decent. And I'm just throwing ideas out here at this point. It is a shame that the, the turkey does require and get, you know, 70 plus percent of the attention cooking wise, but I mean, that's how the cookie crumbles, bottom line. And that's everyone, I mean, that's the way I see it. I, I will say it like this. And I'm going to be honest, I actually, everyone, I've got access to a clock now. I can see the clock and I can tell you this. It is about that time. Uh, everyone, it, it, it's, it's the big week. It is Thanksgiving week. Let's prep up. Let's get ready. Uh, I do plan on releasing a Thanksgiving episode on Thursday. But I mean, in the meantime, get the stuffing going. Let's enjoy ourselves. Let's expand those stomachs. Let and form your own strategy in terms of eating. Well, because everyone, look, I mean, this was the Monday Morning Commute Podcast. My name is John. This all was my thing. Thank you for rock with me. Until next time. <laughs>